Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, looking at reclamation projects around the NFL. Which players are worth a look to see if you can get them on track, either once again or for the first time? It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code PFF for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, 888-532-3500. All right, Sam, it's reclamation season. The 2020 season's over. We're looking to 2021. And I think when you're team building, you have to uh, diversify your funds, so to speak. So you have safe players, but then you have other players that are maybe, you know, buy low and uh, have high upside. So who is that player for you this offseason? Yeah, there's a lot of reclamation projects, I think, that'll be interesting players. Sam Darnold is one. I know you're out on the, uh, the Ginger Typhoon, but I, I, would, I would take a swing at Sam Darnold to try and reclaim. You were trying to give player. me Sam Darnold for this podcast. And I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, no. I'm, he's not going to be my player. I'm just saying I'd be intrigued. Um, yeah, I'd be intrigued as a backup for sure. But the guy, and this is an interesting one because I don't know how much you, he's going to be like one of the marquee names in free agency. But I think William Jackson is a reclamation project because he hasn't become the player that it looked like he was going to become, right? Former first round pick, uh, six foot, almost 200 pounds, runs a 4-3, recovery speed for days, misses rookie season injured. But the first season he played in the NFL, was one of the most absurd statistical seasons we've ever seen, right? It was up there with 09 Revis in terms of stats. Now, he didn't do what Revis did in terms of shadowing receivers and the same volume of targets and blah, blah, blah. But he allowed 35% of passes thrown his way to be caught. Uh, those passes went for a passer rating of 36.1, which is better than if the quarterback had just thrown the wall away every single time. Didn't give up a touchdown had one pick and 11 pass breakups. He was only targeted 43 times and he had 11 pass breakups. These numbers are madness. They're complete crazy town. Um, and he did that facing Antonio Brown twice that season. Across like eight targets, I think, were Antonio Brown's. Owned Antonio Brown. Absolutely. He was legit. He looked like William Jackson after the 2017 season looked like he was about to become the new great cornerback in the NFL. The following season... Uh, a grade of 73 in coverage, a passer rating of 102, gave up five touchdowns. Uh, the following season after that, 55. This past season, 72. So he's been good for two out of those three years, but has never come close to that kind of player again. And I don't think there's a good reason why, other than cornerback is a sort of reactive position that fluctuates. It's not sticky. But... There's a, there's a 90 graded caliber player in William Jackson somewhere, and I want to try and discover it. Yeah, if you guys haven't listened to episode 41 of The Daily, that's when we broke down the entire free agent cornerback class. And there are other guys like William Jackson, guys who have had one good year, two good years, or a couple years removed from their best work, who, you know, which makes this cornerback market, you know, when you talk about reclamation projects, there's a bunch of them on this list. Uh, for me, though, I didn't go Sam Darnold. I'm going to go Jameis Winston. So still at the quarterback position. And again, look, I'm not going out of my way to go get Jameis Winston. But if I'm one of those teams that's at the bottom end of 
just the quarterback selection process. Say, I don't have a high-end draft pick. I don't have a guy locked in. I'm looking at Jameis, man. I'm looking at Jameis as a guy that we've compared to Vinny Testaverde before. Vinny Testaverde. Have we? Yeah. When did we do that? I did. Oh. Yeah. You know, a guy had a lot of interceptions. So you get the pocket passer. Yeah. A lot of interceptions. Some aggressiveness down the field. But then Vinny, in like year 12, was an AFC championship quarterback for the Jets in 1998. I was like, that's going to be Jameis. One of these years, Jameis is going to do it. Now, here's what the data says about Jameis Winston. Top five in positively graded throws every single year that he's been the quarterback. Now, the other hand, he's been the top five in negatively graded throws as well. But what happens with those aggressive downfield throwers is you give them good playmakers. If you can build the situation around them, those types of volatile quarterbacks stumble into those high-end seasons, whether it's a 2015 Carson Palmer, where he was an MVP candidate, 2015 Cam Newton, when he was the actual MVP. Uh, Eli Manning's had some peak seasons throughout, you know, where his gunslingery mentality worked when you gave him a Victor Cruz and a Hakeem Nix for an entire season. So that's how I view Jameis. And I think that's where maybe the Saints, if they could keep some of those playmakers together, might actually be able to benefit from a full season of Jameis and put him in the system. You got to cut down on some of the mistakes, but the high end stuff is in there. So is your reclamation project for Jameis in New Orleans or is it elsewhere? I think it's in New Orleans. Um, again, it, it's a little playmaker dependent. I think they'll be good enough there, but they're also, they also have Sean Payton. I didn't kick the table. They also have Sean Payton there too, which I think will certainly help. So I like Jameis as the starter. I would go with him over Taysom Hill. They just have to figure out that money situation because they're paying an H back. Like $12, $14 million a year. If they finish, finish, figure out the money situation and hope that Drew Brees doesn't reverse course and decide he's playing in 2021. That's Jameis is, is an intriguing. Drew Brees better than Jameis at this point? No, but if Drew Brees says he's playing, the Saints are not telling him no. So, like, Jameis's problem is a path to a starting gig as opposed to being the best option. Yeah. And if, so, for instance, New England, unless they really make a ton of moves. From a playmaker standpoint, I don't think Jameis works out there. You know what I mean? So it's got to be the right situation. But if I have guys to throw to, I think Jameis could be the guy. So he's my reclamation project, plus every corner on the PFF free agent list over yes, at PFF.com. Go check that out. So let us know. What do you think? Who's the best reclamation project heading into 2021? It's PFF NFL Daily.